Well, it gives me great pleasure as the publisher at Sweet Cherry Publishing to be able to introduce you to Jodie Smith. Now, Jodie is the author of Bipolar Blob, um, and I will put it in this podcast. I think this is the best book we've published in 11 years. It's so good. I'm so proud of it. And I'm so excited to be sat with you, Jodie, in your house. Don't tell them. We've come all this way. We <laughs> managed to get sofa. out of <laughs> Sat on your sofa with a nice cup of tea. Thank you very much. And thank you for having us. How do you feel you're about to become a published author? I'm so excited. It doesn't feel real. And I think if I, when I see it in the shops, like on the shelves, that would be like the moment that I'm like, wow I've actually done it and I think seeing the book from the preview that was really exciting as well because mm. a lot of my work in the past has been like on screens or designing on the computer and stuff and seeing what I've written as well as illustrated is yeah. like huge so yeah well get ready for those wow moments there's going to be loads coming your way um I know you're going to be taping the audio and that's going to be loads more exciting stuff to come but I want to go right to the beginning what made you write this book yeah so I actually just thought I really would like something that Edith could read my daughter and that she could relate to in more simple terms you know like like blob the main character is literally a blob shaped circle and I wanted it to be simple with simple colors and like different emotions meaning well different shapes meaning different emotions um but I really wanted it to resonate with her for her to understand me if that makes sense so yeah for Definitely. her to to sort of know what her mum goes through yeah. every day like different emotions and stuff but then and it's a big like subject to understand and you've simplified it and made it accessible for her, which is super important. Now you mentioned getting the previews. Have you has she seen it? Yeah. <laughs> and how has she reacted? <laughs> she she was she actually loves mania the best. And well, don't we all? We yeah. love her mania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she and... takes after my own heart. I love that girl. <laughs> um, yeah, she loves mania the best, and she pointed out her mum the picture of me, so she was like, that's mummy. <laughs> so yeah, I actually videoed me the first time I read it to her. And she was just loving all the pictures, which really helped. I think because she's obviously she's two and a half at the mm -hmm. moment. Um, the words probably will catch up with her in a mm. few years time. But it's something that she can I can read every now and then and she'll resonate more with. Exactly. And that's what we should also say. You're not just the author, but you're the author illustrator. So tell us a bit more about your illustration style because it's definitely something when it was presented to the whole of the management team at Sweet Cherry. Um, it was the most unusual project we've ever had because <laughs> it was unanimous. Everybody loved your illustration style. So tell us more about, about how you came to develop this style. That really surprises me, you know, because I do, like I've mentioned before to other people as well, like self-doubt and... I actually seem to point out all of the um, little bits that I don't like personally, but then other people might just see them as not flaws, but like quirks, if that makes sense. But that's the whole artist journey, I think, isn't yeah. it? An artist always picks out their little mistakes or what Fully. they would improve. <laughs> yeah. uh, whereas we as an audience always look at something and 
you know, we can we can just get the expression and the joy that comes out. For you, from my perspective, I saw your illustrations and I just thought, well, isn't this what children's publishing should be? You know, this this colouring outside the lines is yeah, the best way me. that I can I can express it. <laughs> um, and I can see why a head of design thought the same, because she's very much a colouring outside of the lines That's kind so of person. Well. Like, you should see our office. Um, <laughs> and especially our meeting room, like, there'll be notes up there and there'll be different things. And she's very creative and very much you. And can you tell us how um, you came to join Sweet Cherry? Yeah, so um, I actually put a post on LinkedIn, I think it was January time, just to say like I'm, a, I'm available for illustration work if there's anyone out there um, that needs a bit of support type thing. And I just put a quick picture on of like an overview of my illustrations. Um, but then Joe um, messaged me on there and said, I'd, I'd like to see if you've got any stories that you've got like written or illustrated. Um, and I... I actually had a couple because I I had a scholarship on the Good Ship Illustration course, um, which was a few weeks before that message from Joe. Um, and that was an eight-week online course that got you to really explore different styles, like different scenarios, situations for children's books specifically. Um, and so that's where Bipolar Blob, the concept and all the ins and outs of it was born if that makes mm. sense um, but then she sort of messaged me from there and the next day she's like yeah we'd like to do a zoom we'd like to talk about bipolar blob and I think the rest is kind of history like it's all it happened is. really quickly yeah, from it? our side of things as I said she presented it to us it was unanimous among everybody to say that we wanted to know more about the book and then yeah we had a zoom with you and you did mm. not disappoint it was very <laughs> exciting um you know it's that thing that i think we wait for as publishers when you just think oh this is the book like this is this is what we want to publish this is what we want to be known for so you you gave us that moment you're gonna make me cry <laughs> so. so one of the reasons why we did this podcast jody is so that our listeners can get an insight into publishing and a part of that is processes and you know you're our first author illustrator on the podcast so i wanted to ask you what was your process so I actually came to with Joe with my illustration side of things. So I had um, like a layout of what I wanted the book to look like. And I had a f probably two page spreads just with really basic lines of what it could possibly say. But I never imagined that I would be the author and the illustrator. Like, I don't think, I think the thing is, when it came to the writing side of things, I just didn't overthink it like I'm quite I'm known for overthinking quite a lot of stuff but that just came quite naturally I just sat on the living room floor with my notebook just wrote the whole the whole thing with the illustrations by my side so I knew what I wanted it to say with the illustrations already I just had to get the words out and they came quite naturally which was lucky for me and you're quite a fast worker aren't you I remember like working on it with you and you were able to change things as required very very quickly which was really impressive yeah and what do you think were some of the challenges that you faced during this process I think you can be honest by the way it's fine forget 
but I'm the publisher. You can say whatever you want. Um, I actually think it's more like self-doubt and imposter syndrome. Like, I really struggle with that, and I have mm. for a long time. And I've always thought, why what's so good about this book mm. like why why me and why bipolar blob like yeah. it's a blob like that's how i that's my negative side of myself coming out and i'm so i'm trying to back that down a bit and just be like proud maybe of that it. should be your next book yeah syndrome <laughs> blob. <laughs> exactly so i think a lot of listeners will be suffering from the exact same thing um but from our side from the publishing side for us you were telling an authentic story that we just wanted to bring to market. We just felt this deserves to be out in the world. And you should never think of yourself as an imposter because you've had first-hand experience. You know, you're not talking about your neighbor's experience. No. You're talking about your own experience. And your reason for doing it was also authentic. You know, it's to speak to Edith. Yeah. Which was so important. That was the most important part. Yeah. Like, I didn't ever think it would get picked up by publishers, like, by mm. you guys. And... I just thought if it could help Edith, then my job's done with that. But mm. the fact that it can, it's now going to help many more children and families, like makes me extremely proud. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it because that was going to be my next question. It's such a personal piece of work, Jodie. Like, how do you feel that you know, in a few months' time, this is going to be out in the world? <laughs> how yeah. do you feel about that? I am a bit like anxious mm-hmm. because I'm, I can take lots of like positive feedback and i'll just Mm. brush it off type thing if there's one like slightly negative comment yeah i'll just sit crying for ages but i know i mean that's just life isn't it like that is life i've I've got a bit of a harder shell now with that sort of thing but i think because it's so personal Mm. and my experience and it's authentic to me that's my main worry really yeah i know because it is it is very personal but how you've got to see it as is you know you've done it with a good heart with good intentions um you've put it out into the world and that's it you know how you can never dictate to the world how it should receive something Mm. if they choose to receive it negatively that's their choice if it's positive which we hope it will be and we suspect it will be um it's positive but you must never you know, uh, carry the burden of other people. Yeah. That's just a life lesson in general. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you have your work, own luggage to carry. Let's <laughs> not carry I'll somebody else's. that to else's. my next therapy session. <laughs> Please do. Please let my publisher said not to carry other people's luggage. <laughs> it's a security risk. <laughs> that should be a quote on a poster. It's like... okay, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um... So before this, you know, how did you get to um, be an illustrator? What was your process before this? Is this something you wanted to do as a little girl? How did it all happen for you? Well, I remember when I was little, I actually wanted to be a fashion designer, but I've sort of gone down, I went down the textile route. Um, So I did a degree at Leeds College of Art um, in printed textiles and pattern. And then I specialised from that in illustration and then from there I was quite lucky as in I got design jobs in house Mm -hmm. different studios like Clinton's and um, then I worked freelance for a while designing cards greeting cards children's fashion prints like all that sort of stuff but I've always ever since uni I've always wanted to get into children's books Mm -hmm. but I always got feedback from like I had I had portfolio reviews from agents and stuff that came into uni and they'd be like, 
you need to work on your character positions and they need to be more dynamic and they need to look like more like they move more and Mm -hmm. so I always thought oh I can't do it like I'm not good enough I can't I can't make it look like a real character Mm -hmm. so I just put it off for a while stuck to greeting cards which are flat and it's just one design like it's not as challenging but then with the good ship course which I I was lucky to get because that's I would never have been able to afford to do that course, so I'm, I'm lucky that I got the scholarship for it. Mm-hmm. That pushed me into like challenging those mm-hmm. um, thoughts and challenging. Actually, I can do characters, and it doesn't have to be as like I don't know difficult as they mm-hmm. sort of gave me the feedback for. Yeah, like if you look at blog, a lot of it is forward facing and, mm-hmm. but it's it was more the depth of the story that I wanted to portray and I think exactly. yeah and I think sometimes illustrations can sometimes in my own like personal thing is like they can sort of distract from the story yes. I don't know if I'm going and I shouldn't be saying this sort of no, thing of to course. the publisher I think, but no I think it's important to talk about um you know, yours is unusual where yeah. in a picture book, the story is actually super important. Whereas mm. usually in picture books, the pictures are really important. Well, and, yeah. you know, I always describe it as you should be able to leave a child with a picture book. And even if they can't read, they can make up their own story just based on the pictures. But you're right, on your your book, it's important. The, the words are so important. Yeah, both, yeah. And, you know, as you've sort of had this journey to becoming published, who have been your champions? I always like to give them some credit. You know, it's nice to say thank you to those people who've, assuming you have had people who've championed you along the way. Definitely my mum. Yay! Um, Mums are brilliant, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> um, my friend Sophie, she's always helped me, like, with self-doubt stuff yeah. on whatsapp messages late at night i'm like what am i doing i can't yeah. do this and that but she really helps out um a few of my uni friends like amy and charlotte they've like stuck by my side mm. with stuff and done similar stuff to me but yeah you all go like different ways at uni and stuff mm. anyways but it's nice to keep in touch with them so exactly. yeah exactly and how have they taken the fact that you're going to be a published author they're really proud of me yeah, yeah. they're like they're like oh i'm so excited even today when i put um and like a little post that you was coming and doing the podcast and stuff and amy was like oh you left to let me know how it goes i'm so intrigued like she loves the talking about uh, it all yeah well hopefully we're giving you this really rounded experience of publishing because you you know the podcast is obviously a new generation publishing thing i have no idea where this came from <laughs> but we're doing it uh, because apparently that's what the kids want yeah uh, <laughs> uh, but you know with the audio that's something that's different for us other than santa claus we've never had a guest <laughs> audio any of our books so that's really good and we felt that this book is super important that it could only ever really be read by you wouldn't have the same impact read by an actress so it's good like you've you've got the author the illustrator (laughs) the audio the podcast what else do you want to achieve (laughs) come on let's talk about what what's the future for you like big plans yeah let's hear it yeah let's go for it okay like i've always liked the idea of having my own shop like forever i'd love to 
have even a bookshop like with a Ooh. studio next to it my own studio where i could be writing the books uh-huh. get like people coming in doing workshops and mm. selling having a little coffee stand for people to make their own coffee Not it's quite a but i don't think it would work in hull but i mean there is it's getting more independent shops and stuff yeah maybe when edith's a lot older and yeah, finances definitely... are a bit better and stuff yeah. i'll get it's one of my goals yeah I love that ambition. That's really And obviously good. keep working on different projects, more books and more, yeah, different things really. I, I seem to get interested in lots of different, like, what's the word? Like, not your, all your eggs in one basket or like different pot. I don't know no, what well, I'm that's about. Fine. I know what you mean. So <laughs> you, you're, you have a varied interest. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's good that you're making sure that everybody understands bipolar plob isn't the only thing on the cards for you. There are other things that you're working on, which is super exciting. Um. So they can look forward to seeing those. Soon. Even like mental health workshops, mm. you know, like art workshops that can aid well-being. That's something that I've really wanted to yeah. get into as well. That's such so, a great idea. Yeah, really good. Because it's really helped me, like getting into drawing and and even journaling. I think that helps with. mental well-being for anyone so yeah (laughs) well thank you so much for letting us in your home doing the podcast with us um you are the superwoman you describe (laughs) (laughs) with your superpowers um super proud of you i just think it's definitely a highlight of my life to be to have met you and to spend time with you no but honestly you are a real champion like I don't think I think you because you've lived it and it's a lived experience you you're very much like okay that's done and dusted and we move on but you are a superhero it's amazing and the fact that you used your experience to give something important to the world we really appreciate i'm speaking for the whole world world. we really appreciate you doing that because you could have just you know swept under the carpet moved on with your life and never said anything about it again uh which you know which is fine and that's definitely a decision and there's nothing wrong with it but you you chose to do something good and we're really grateful thank you so much for your time Hello everyone, it's just Dan here, just to let you know that um, Bipolar Blog publishes on the 26th of October 2023, so if you're listening to this podcast on the day it's released, it's publishing today. Um, I just wanted to let you know that I've left two links in the description, one to the Amazon listing and another one to our website listing of the book, um, which will show you all the places that it's available to purchase, and uh, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Mm